And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Don't forget, daily show prep at theburningtruth.us, including podcasts. And uh, It is a news aggregator now. I've converted the website into a news aggregator for some of the best conservative news sources out there in the world, as well as some nonpartisan news sources. So that should be your one-stop shop every single day for news updates. And this is... This is not at all shocking to me. We're going to get into the Border Patrol stuff here in just a second, but a if you look at New England, right? So New England and even like Vermont, these are some of the most vaccinated parts of our country. They also happen to be extremely blue states. Well, why is it? that these liberals in some of the most vaccinated parts of our country are having a COVID surge right now. What's going on with that? You know, in Indiana cases are dwindling. Cases in most states are dwindling. But, you know, Michigan, blue. Cases are still going up a little bit. Uh, Vermont, blue. Cases up quite a bit. Why is that? So cases in Vermont already at record levels for the state just keep on rising, even with the highest vaccination rate in the country. You know what their vaccination rate for people over 18 is? 89%. 89% of adults in Vermont are vaccinated. Huh. I mean, (laughs) 100% of senior citizens are vaccinated. 88% of people who are 12 years of age and older are vaccinated. Why are they having a massive COVID surge? It's not just Vermont. It's, it's New England. I guess there's some, some questions that need to be, need to be answered there. Don't you think? Why is that? Just throwing that out there. Um, See, what do we got here? Uh, September was Vermont's second worst month for COVID deaths and the state's record. A state recorded eight deaths in one day, the worst on record. Average deaths and hospitalizations, however, have remained slightly lower than their peak levels last winter. Um, See, 78% of Vermont's entire population has received at least one dose of the COVID vaccine. 70% is fully inoculated. That's, again, total population, including the 12-plus. Uh, when excluded children younger than 12, the percentage for those who have received both doses rises to 79%. Uh, 88% have received at least one shot. Wow. And, and yet their cases continue to go nuts. I'm looking at their, their daily stuff. It's like, it looks like it's still climbing to the top of a roller coaster. It's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. It's higher than it was last, last winter for total deaths. It's a little bit lower for hospitalizations and whatnot, but. But it's the like the most vaccinated state in the union. How is that? How, how does that keep happening? Shouldn't happen, right? Now, the border patrol situation. Obviously, we just had uh, hold their feet to the fire in Washington D.C. with FairUS.org. I was there last week. During a portion from an interview that was aired Tuesday on Fox News' special report, the former border patrol chief Rodney Scott said that he and his staff quote made it very clear during the transition meetings for the Biden administration that if we dropped all of the initiatives that have been put in place over the past several years, that we would get an influx of mass migration that we would not be able to control. He said, I I 
personally participated in some of the transition meetings. My staff participated in all of the transition meetings. We made it very clear that if we dropped all of the initiatives that have been put in place over the last several years, that we would get an influx of mass migration that we would not be able to control. The current secretary, Mayorkas, he was part of DHS before. He ran CIS. He clearly understood and knows how to control the border and what needs to take place. Of course, we talked with Mark Morgan and Tom Homan about that in Washington, D.C. They are both of the opinion that Mayorkas is doing this on purpose and that he wants this to happen, that this is just not ineptitude. So uh, he also added, I do know that they were briefed. I was very clear. There are people involved in this process that have been involved before, and they're choosing not to take simple, common-sense steps to secure the border. Remember, a catch and release in August of this year versus August of last year is up 430%. That's how many... I mean, we only released 10 people last August. Not this last August, the previous August last year. We only released 10 people into the United States after catching them. And thousands of them now. Now, we all knew this going in into um, the transition. We all knew it was going to happen regardless. We, we all told everybody what was going to happen. But uh, at the same time, you know, I don't know if people just don't want to believe it. I, I don't know if people are intending for this to happen. I'm not really sure. Uh, you got, you know, suck Fauci out there. And Fauci's telling Republicans, he's like, I, immigration is not driving COVID. Really? Well, why is it that since March, Democrats in the House of Representatives have blocked a very simple bill that would require us to test illegal immigrants for COVID before we release them into the public? Because they're being released in this on this side of the border now. They used to have to remain in Mexico and then come back for their hearing, but now they're being released into the United States again. And the Democrats don't even want to test them for COVID. Afghan refugees in Indiana don't have to get the vaccine, but Europeans coming over here do. What are you talking about? This is the most bizarre, nonsensical crap. So Fauci's out there going, Republicans just got to got to get over it. You know, it's like immigration is not causing you know COVID. I'm sorry, but we have data that thousands of COVID positive people have been released into the United States. You, How do you go? How do you go from telling everybody that COVID is highly infectious, and if you have COVID, you've got to do all of these weird things with, with yourself in order to prevent other people from getting COVID, and then simultaneously say people that were either not testing or we know are positive who are being released in the country are not at all responsible for a spreading COVID in those areas? How is that even remotely possible that you could jump to that conclusion? Well, the answer to that is you're a brain-dead idiot. That, that's really what it comes down to. There's no other way to, again, no other way to describe it. <laughs> the idea, immigration is not driving this. Really? Because hundreds of thousands of people have been released into the United States. Hundreds of thousands of people have been released into the United States. And most of them have not been tested. Many of them have been tested. We've got testimony in Congress that COVID-positive illegal immigrants were, in fact, released into the United States. 
That's not a conspiracy theory. That's not a guess. That is government officials testifying in committee hearings saying, yes, COVID positive people were in fact released into the United States. So how could you possibly say that none of them would be responsible for infecting anybody else and all of the subsequent spread that comes from that? I'm not blaming illegal immigrants for all COVID cases. I don't know how many illegal immigrants are driving the Vermont COVID situation right now, but we can definitively say that they are certainly causing some of it. Now, most of the adult population in this country is either fully vaccinated or has already had COVID. And yet there continues to be a problem with people ending up in the hospital. You remember when we were covering, uh, I forget what, was it El Paso? It might have been El Paso. I'm going to say it's El Paso, but don't take me to the bank on that. Just double check it. I'm drawn from memory here. Do you remember when El Paso, Texas had their hospitals getting overrun? Their hospitals were getting overrun with COVID cases, but they were not American citizens. They weren't from the city. What was happening is the ambulances were being sent to the southern border and COVID positive patients were being brought across the southern border and put in those ambulances. They're being driven to the hospital on the U.S. side of the border. And remember how that was increasing ambulance wait times? Because not only did those ambulances have to take that trip, but then the ambulances had to be sanitized after every transportation of a patient. Remember that? Went over that whole story it was a long time ago. That was months ago. I think it was towards the beginning of the summer. That definitively, right there, and that one example proves that illegal immigrants were driving at least some of the COVID situation in those border states, if not all of it, probably not all of it, not trying to blame immigrants for everything that is happening. But we know that this is going on. And the fact that Mr. Mr. Man of Science is out there saying, hey, you know, hundreds of thousands of people being released in the United States without having a COVID test, some of which we know for a fact were COVID positive. They're not at all driving what, what the, the COVID does spread in the United States. How stupid of a statement can that possibly be? This goes back to these mythical notions that COVID won. Okay. COVID is racist. Remember that? COVID was racist. COVID uh, didn't target white people. COVID targeted other people. So COVID is racist. COVID will respect your body when you're chewing in between, in between, you know, wearing your mask. So you pull your mask down, COVID won't bother you. Okay. COVID is only going to infect you when you have the mask on. As long as you're wearing a mask and you're in a restaurant and you pull the mask down, COVID will stop. COVID will not violate your body. It will not violate your space while you're chewing or drinking your drink. Uh, and if you if you go to a baseball game or something like that, COVID's not going to bother you because, again, it's outdoors and COVID respects your right to leisure activity. But the moment you're indoors and you're not wearing a mask, COVID is going to come after you, especially if you're not white. That's the, the narrative that they've been spinning this entire time. It's insanity. This is, I mean, it's absolute bonkos, bizarro world stuff. The fact that anybody takes this guy seriously. Did you see that the uh, the documentary, this this Fauci documentary was released? Did you know? Did you even know about that, Josh? That there's a Fauci documentary was released. Yeah, guess who's not releasing the box office numbers? What? Why don't you want us to know <laughs> how much money that the new Fauci documentary made? <laughs> why? Why are you hiding that? You'll tell us about every other Hollywood failure 
every other Hollywood failure, you will make sure to let us know how bad it was. But no, you can't you can't tell us about how bad the box office was for, for Dr. Fauci's documentary. <laughs> I will defend him though. All right. Just in the interest, in the interest of of being unbiased, I will I will defend Fauci today. People have been attacking Fauci today. Because in an interview that he did this week, if you look on his bookshelves behind him, Fauci has prayer candles. You know, prayer candles, right? If you're Catholic, you know what I'm talking about, prayer candles. Well, the prayer candles don't have pictures of, of you know, your Mother Teresa or anything. The prayer candles had pictures of Fauci on them. And he had them displayed on his bookcase. And a lot of people have been attacking Fauci for basically deifying himself on these these prayer candles. I assume that they were gifts. And so I will defend him because there are people who get sent weird stuff. It happens when you're in the public light. I've already told you that there's a whole host of adult novelty items in Fauci's likeness. So I'm not surprised at all that people who have deified this guy from the very beginning are actually making prayer candles so they can pray to the altar of Fauci every night. And they probably thought it was really cute and really awesome. And they sent him a couple of those candles. And I'm sure that he's just being gracious and putting them on his bookshelves. And he's not actually lighting candles and praying to himself every single night. Uh, but I just so I had to defend him on that because I've seen some people really go after him for that the past couple of days. But I don't necessarily blame him. Seems like they were gifts and he decided to go ahead and put them up there and and that sort of thing. So I, I would not I would not hold that against him. I will hold everything else that he says against him because the guy is constantly wrong. I mean, his latest, well, it's not his latest one, but one of his latest ones, the end of August, he said that you only need to get a booster shot if you're immune compromised because you didn't get the full effect of the two shots to begin with. And then, what, two days ago, he says, I've always believed you need three shots to be fully vaccinated. No, you didn't. I got you on tape saying you only need one. And then I've got you on tape saying you only need two. And I've got you on tape saying you only need the third one if you're immune compromised. And now I've got you on tape saying you always thought it was three. This is the the fact that you realize we're in an abusive relationship right now, Josh. And I, I'm sorry if this hits home to a, to a lot of people. Here's, here's the thing. We are being abused. And we are making excuses for our abuser. They keep abusing us, and they keep saying, we love you. This is for your own good. You made me do this. And then we're giving them excuses. Yep, you're probably right. I did. I, I did deserve this. I shouldn't have made you so angry. And I know that that's going to hit home for some people, but honestly, I don't know of a better analogy for what is happening to society right now. This guy keeps lying to you and impeding upon your life, and he literally said, you need to give up your individual freedoms for the greater good. And you're allowing him to do it under the guise that he's protecting you. That's insane stuff. Absolutely insane stuff. We got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Hey, everybody. Casey Hendrickson, NFL Week 5 is here. FanDuel Sportsbook wants you to get the most out of every play, and that's why they're giving everyone a $10 risk-free bet every week. Thursday night is a great opportunity to give this a try. All you have to do is bet same game parlay bet with three legs or more. If your bet does not win, 
FanDuel will pay you back up to $10. So you got the Rams and the Seahawks, two big play offenses, which means you can structure your same game parlay around that. No, Do you think that there's going to be a lot of touchdowns early? Maybe there's going to be a lot of touchdowns late. Maybe Matthew Stafford's going to throw for a ton of yards. You can build your same game parlay around what you think is going to happen in that game. And again, if you are new to FanDuel Sportsbook, you can sign up today with promo code Casey, that's C-A-S-E-Y, to also receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000, and that is promo code Casey, so that way they know I sent you. Must be 21 or over and present in Indiana. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund is $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile and web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Don't forget, check us out on Rumble. Go to rumble.com slash Casey, the host. Hit that subscribe button. Really would appreciate that. You can also follow me on Telegram at Casey, the host. Uh, TheBurningTruth.us for the free newsletter, which includes access to the daily show prep. If you're a premium subscriber on Special.TV, we did upload... Two videos today, by we I mean me, uh, and they are of the last pass the mic that we had here in September. So I had to split the file into two. It's just the audio, but I made them into videos for you. But uh, for those of you who are premium subscribers who did not get an opportunity to come out to pass the mic, you now can listen to the last pass the mic. Uh, But don't forget about pass the mic this Friday, celebrating my birthday over at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill. We're asking everybody to bring a non-perishable food item or donation Uh, We're going to donate that to a local food bank. There will be cake and drink and food specials, and I will be going over a lot of new information that you probably haven't heard before about masks. And this is information that, again, um, you know, a lot of folks just, they don't know a lot about. And I have done my best to educate you about this over the past two years. Uh, We will go over this this, uh, Elkhart school board situation excuse me, uh, here in the next segment where one of the board members kind of went off on a tangent and said some stuff that just wasn't true, wasn't accurate. And it's interesting that they're telling you not to trust anybody else but them. Why would I trust the school board for science when I can trust the published scientific research that includes randomized controlled trials and peer-reviewed studies? Just a suggestion. MNC News Time is 4.32. Time to check out Impress Jewelry Creations, creating meaningful jewelry for the moments that will last a lifetime. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw? R&B Car Company are your used car experts. You can find them online at rbcarcompany.com. All right, let's see here. Um, latest updates on Pelosi's laptop. Let's let's go down. Let's go down this road. Uh, for the most of you who who don't remember this, the January sixth fiasco happens, and what is alleged is that a laptop is stolen from Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, and this laptop apparently 
um, was a really big deal, right? So you steal the laptop, there's stuff on there, but then they were quick to point out that, okay, it's really, it's, it's not a, a danger to national security or anything like that. And so as a result, it's, it's really not all that big of a deal. And we kind of forgot about the laptop for a little while there. And then they arrested some people for stealing the laptop, people who were totally innocent and did not have the laptop, nor were anywhere near where the laptop was taken from. But they were harassed by the federal agents anyway. Well, now what we have is we've got an update in that. Uh, a correction uh, in a story run by the Associated Press seems to reveal that the infamous laptop stolen from the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, long rumored to belong to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, was in fact a staff laptop that was only used for presentations. Now, I don't know if this is true, but let's just, for, for the sake of argument, let's assume that the AP has this right, okay? You have, in multiple states right now, people walking into stores and able to walk out with up to seven and $900 worth of merchandise. Why are federal agents flying all the way to Alaska and arresting people for stealing a laptop if it was just a staffer's laptop that was only used for PowerPoint? I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, stealing somebody's laptop is okay, but it's why are you sending people all the way across the country in order to go ahead and arrest them because of a laptop if the laptop wasn't important? Now, I suppose that that could be maybe the laptop is important and they just are once again kind of lying and keeping a secret making sure that everybody understands that you know the nation is not in danger or anything of that nature i i don't i don't know uh, or it could be that they're just harassing people who are there on january 6th now keep in mind the couple that were arrested for this in alaska did not steal the laptop they're innocent uh, the correction came as part of a an associated press story regarding a new york mother and son charged with theft and aiding the disappearance of a laptop belonging to the staff of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. So now we're in New York. So they arrested a couple who was innocent in Alaska, and now we're arresting people in New York. So the Associated Press erroneously described the January 6th protest as an insurrection, despite no protesters being charged with that crime. Uh, and the reason that nobody's being charged with that crime is because it wasn't an actual insurrection. It doesn't matter how much you social media blue check mark lunatics want to say you're blowing on conspiracy theorists so the ap originally reported that the laptop was pelosi's personal property soon after the article was corrected to note that the laptop in fact belonged to a member of pelosi's staff it is unclear if it was that staff member's personal property but it seemed likely that it was a laptop owned by pelosi's office um, they get discretionary funds to be able to do that stuff so they can get clothing and you know they can outfit their staff with with that sort of stuff uh, the associated press originally reported that the laptop again belonged to pelosi but it didn't uh, the story has been updated to correct the laptop did not belong to house speaker nancy pelosi uh, but was a staff laptop stolen from a conference room that was used only for presentations well that's another problem because they made it seem like they went into pelosi's office and snagged it out of her office now people did go into pelosi's office and they, they did, the guy sat in the chair, put his feet up on her desk, because I don't know why. But So people did go into her office, but they always made it seem like this laptop was in her office and somebody snagged it. Well, now we find out that it was in a boardroom that's only used for presentations. This is basically a PowerPoint. 
thing's probably a Chromebook. It's probably not even a full-fledged laptop. Uh, previously led by an apparent false tip, the FBI raided the home of Paul and Marilyn Huper, an Alaska couple. Now, remember the tip for that came from a disgruntled airline employee, a flight steward, uh, who was upset by some of the complaints that they had about mask policies. And so when the FBI put out a bulletin and basically said, if you have any information about anybody on January 6th, that the, the person narked on them. Keep in mind, they didn't break the law on the airplane. They didn't steal the laptop at all, but that, that flight steward went ahead and narked on them anyway and basically made them out to be the people who stole those laptops. Okay. So, once again, those people are innocent. The FBI kicked in their door with a no-knock raid. A no-knock raid for a laptop, Josh. A no-knock raid for a laptop. You know what no-knock raids are for? Which, by the way, I think they need to go away. I don't believe that no-knock raids should be legal. Um, no-knock raids are used for drug and serious, dangerous activity. So, if you're going into a house with drugs, you do the no-knock raids. So they don't flush the drugs down the toilet. And if it's an extremely dangerous situation, you do the no-knock raid so nobody arms up and shoots you as you're coming in through the door. You don't do a no-knock raid because, you know, an older couple from from Alaska may or may not have snagged a laptop, which is now admitted to not even be Pelosi's. Even if that laptop had national security information on it, it wouldn't make any sense to do a no-knock raid on their house. So this whole time, all of these, January 6th, January 6th was how many months ago, Josh? It's October 6th. (laughs) All of the, almost a year we have been going on the premise that this was Nancy Pelosi's personal laptop and may have classified information on it. Now we find out that it wasn't even her laptop that it was in a conference room and it was only used for PowerPoint presentations. Somebody had their house no-knock raided because of this. Yeah, 45 communist goals, discredit and eventually disband the FBI. Got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. All right, so I'll do that Elkhart uh, school board thing here in the 5 o'clock hour. As I just want to devote a little time to it. Sweden and Denmark have now, have now stopped using Moderna. Uh, they're saying that there is too big of a risk of heart inflammation and another ailment as a result of people under the age of 30 using the Moderna vaccine. Now, they do acknowledge that it is still rare, but again, as we have highlighted throughout this entire process, while the vast majority of people get fully vaccinated are not going to have a serious adverse effect, the number of people who are having a serious adverse effect, those people, um, they outnumber what is typically seen as acceptable, and that's the issue. So... Again, we're some. I was having this conversation with somebody today, and, and I believe that what's happened is 
the hole has been dug so deep that there is no choice but to continue digging the hole. I believe that. I don't think that there is any way that they can just stop. The reality is, folks, when you when you know the science, you know the research that is done on RNA viruses, airborne viruses, masks, traditional behavior of controlling pandemics, and how we did the exact opposite of what we have always known to do in a serious health crisis. We did the exact opposite. And we did so because of two false pieces of information. The first one, again, lockdowns happened as a... Sorry, I don't even know if you guys can hear that giant loud chair that is broken in the studio. I apologize. We had the, the, the Imperial College of London study that came out, and they got the number wrong in their estimate. Okay, It's not even really a study. It's an estimate. It's basically a guesstimate of how many people were going to die in the United States and in Europe. And that number was so inflated that everybody looked at it and said, our hospitals can't handle that. We've got to have everybody go on lockdown, not to prevent them from getting sick, but to slow down people getting infected so that the hospitals didn't get overwhelmed. That was the goal, right? Oxford University comes out and says, hey, uh, Imperial College of London, your research is wrong, your numbers are wrong, here's the accurate numbers. The Imperial College looks at Oxford's research. They looked at it and they said, we're wrong. Oxford is right. We retract our study. But the lockdowns happened anyway. And they got extended anyway. When the scientific evidence came out that the lockdowns were actually causing more harm than good, they continued to do the lockdowns. There was no justification for lockdowns continuing, but they continued to do it anyway. A real leader would have looked at it and said, hey, we locked down for a couple of weeks because of this study. The study's been retracted. It wasn't accurate. Uh, We did it out of an abundance of caution. We all kind of panicked there. And we now know that this is not the case, so we can open back up again. But that didn't happen, did it? No, because they already had you in your house. The masking is because it was believed that these respiratory diseases were droplet spread. They were not airborne. Well, it turns out that COVID is airborne. And because COVID is airborne, your little cloth mask, your surgical mask doesn't work. It Not even a little bit. It doesn't. That's what all of the science says. A hundred percent of the clinical trials, the, the peer-reviewed studies, a hundred percent of them say your little mask is not going to do anything. This is an airborne illness, and they did not change the strategy. They put people on ventilators in spite of numerous doctors all over the world going, ventilators are killing people. They wouldn't allow you to get treatment that was proving to be effective and had the support of thousands of doctors, not just in third world countries, but in modern Western medical and scientific powerhouse countries. They were not allowing people to get those treatments. And as a result of not allowing those people to get those treatments, people died who should not have died. And now we're at a point where they're they're faced with a decision. Yes, there's the political angle, which I've covered before, which is they don't have an answer. And so the politicians are just turning this over to health officials and letting the health officials take all the blame. If they reverse course and admit that they have been wrong this entire time, 
and that hundreds of thousands of deaths may very well be attributed to the actions of politicians and public health officials and people like Fauci giving you bad advice, they're doomed and they know it. So their only chance, their only chance is to blame you in spite of the evidence to the contrary, but to blame you and keep digging themselves in that hole because they know at the end of the day, it's going to be at least two or three years before we finally get the full picture of this thing after the pandemic is over. And by then, you're not going to be screaming for somebody's head. They think they can just wash it away and ride off into the sunset. That's why I think this is going on. Got more coming up, 95.3 MNC.